0: Welcome, wrestling fans from around the world, to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host, Brandy, and this show we talk about all things wrestling, from AEW to Impact to Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Tonight on my show, I'm going to be covering the results from WrestleMania Night 1. So let's jump right into the action, shall we? Our first match was Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Now this one was kind of interesting to me because I figured this match would be probably later in the night, but to match of the day. It actually turned out rather good, rather more than what I expected. Bobby and Drew brought their A-game and may set the standard for everyone else on the card. Bobby and him were fantastic. Most of the time, I was kind of concerned that MVP would not stay out of this match, but for the most part, MVP stayed out. There were a few times when MVP got involved, and I kind of was not thinking it was such a good idea, but Bobby and Drew really brought it. At the beginning, I thought Drew might exactly have it. As I told you guys, my results and pick for that night was Drew McIntyre, but to my shock and surprise, WWE decided to swerve me, and instead it became Bobby Lashley who retained his WWE championship. That was something I wasn't expecting, but I was quite excited impressed and entertained by the match. I consider this match one of the best matches to start the show. Moving on. Next was the tag team turmoil match. Now like I told you guys I thought these ladies were going to bring the best out in every single one of each other. It was really shocking at first because Billy Kay and Carmella getting the first win. I was actually surprised that Billy Kay and Carmella could actually work as a tag team. This was a tag team that kind of got through together and I was not quite expecting that. But they actually did it. Then Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan come out and whoa. They really did some fantastic job taking out Billy Kay and Carmilla in the first or the second round they made it all the way to the very end to deal with Natalia and Tamina now like I told you guys these girls are on fire Tamina and Natalya are the ones to watch. They are literally setting the standard for the tag team women's division. And like I told you in the prediction, I thought it was going to be Natalya and Tamina. And like I said, this one I actually got right. It did end with Natalya and Tamina winning this match to actually go on to night two to face the tag team champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Now moving on to a match that I was kind of anticipating and excited about. I'm talking about Seth Rollins and Cesaro. Now like I told you guys, I figured that Seth might actually bring his A-game, and he really did. He really did fantastic, but what I wasn't expecting was Cesaro to be one step ahead of Seth Rollins. That was not something I was expecting at all. So This thing was incredible. The UFO was one of the coolest things because, come on, look mom, no hands. This was awesome. But they actually did very well, and I was actually surprised and impressed with Seth's and Cesaro's performance. Now, it was just an amazing match to me. Not as good as I had hoped, maybe just a little bit better than I had hoped, but in the end, I was wrong yet again. My prediction was that Seth Rollins, Mr. WrestleMania himself, would actually get the win when in truth, Cesaro got the win. That was surprising. That was impressive. And I got to give Cesaro props for doing such a fantastic job on that stage. Now, moving on to New Day versus AJ Styles and Almost for the tag team titles. Now, I told you guys last night, I was not quite sure how Almost would perform in the ring. Come on, guys. He stands around all day, doesn't really do much. AJ does all the work normally. Only thing you ever see is Almost every now and then would pick up AJ, you know, the usual routine. This time, oh... Almost showed me just a little bit of what he can do. Granted, he came out looking like he just walked off GQ magazine. Not really what you expect in a ring, especially when you're not wearing ring attire. AJ, though, phenomenal, on fire. I was enjoying this whole match. Now, New Day, they were doing just as good, taunting Almost, taunting AJ. It was just one of those cool matches that you just wanted to sit and watch over and over and over again. In the end, the coolest part of the night is when Almost had AJ on his shoulders to do a phenomenal forearm. Come on, guys. This was incredible. This was not something you were expecting. But in the end, again, I was wrong. I picked New Day to win. But in truth, it was AJ and Almost. That was a surprise. Now for the biggest surprise I got all night, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Guys, I told y'all last night, I thought this was going to be a squash match. I really didn't see the point of doing a steel cage match. I mean, come on, every Wrestlemania, Shane's big bright idea, let's do a steel cage match so I can jump off of it. That's what I thought. But come to my surprise, I was completely wrong about this match. The only thing I was right about is I told you guys last night. I was pretty sure that Shane was going to try to cheat with Jackson Riker and Elias. I was right. Before the match even started, Elias and Jackson Riker literally attacked Braun Strowman with chairs outside the steel cage. Come on, Shane. Can you not do your own work? Do you have to get back up to try to help you to win? Come on. But... It started. It did really well. Shane, though, my favorite part was when Shane tried to climb out of the cage. He was on the outside. I was pretty sure his feet were going to hit the floor, and this match was going to be over. But, to my shocking surprise, literally, Strowman climbs the ring ropes, grabs Shane from the other side of the cage on the inside, holding him by the throat, turns around, and rips the cage part from the main bars. Pulls Shane up and throws him from the top to the floor. That was impressive. I was so impressed with this match. This match was nothing like I thought it would be. In the end, I called it again. I told you guys for a fact that I did not think Shane could get past Braun Strowman. Even with help, I didn't think he could. And I was right. The winner of this match was Braun Strowman. I knew Strowman could do it. Strowman is good. He does not need Shane or anyone to back him up. Strowman delivers every time he's in that ring. And I have to say, color me impressed. Now, moving on. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. This one was fantastic. What really got me was the opening entrance for Miz and Morrison. Bunnies. Bunnies, Tons and tons of bunnies dancing to the music, bebopping out to the ring. This was something that I'm literally sitting there, and I'm pretty sure the rest of you fans were too, going, What am I watching? What is this? Is this WrestleMania or is this a cartoon? It was absolutely hilarious. And then Miss and Morrison coming out singing, Hey, Hey, Hop, Hop. That to me was like, are you kidding me guys? Is this really the level you're stooping to to make Bad Bunny feel so bad and humiliated on his very first WrestleMania? I was just like, what is this and where do I get off? But in the end, it was pretty dang good and it was a pretty clever idea coming from Miz and Morrison. Moving on to the entrance of Damien Priest. I have been waiting to see Damien Priest on a scale like this. An entrance like this is fantastic. Entrance on those big screens looked fantastic. It fit the fire. It made it look phenomenal. I was just so impressed with Damian Priest's entrance on a scale like WrestleMania. Now Bad Bunny's entrance, that was a neat one a big semi-truck with him sitting on top of it whoa that was cool heck of a way to bring in a rap star to his very first wrestlemania this was incredible him riding on that thing riding through tampa into the arena this was classic stone cold steve austin driving a big milk truck into the arena this was just classic so when the match started i was like okay guys Miz is taunting Damian Priest because Damian Priest wanted to start it. No, 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 no. Miz wanted Bad Bunny. So Bad Bunny gets in. I'm thinking, okay, this is not good. Bad Bunny, you know, I know I've heard that he has trained a little. I'm not quite sure how he'll hold against Miz. Whoa. He literally blew it away. He seemed like to me he was more of a wrestler than a rap star. This was incredible, and having Booker T as special commentary, oh, Booker T was nailing it. He was getting it right. But the coolest thing is when Morrison decided to do the spin of rooney just to get under Booker T's skin. The whole time I'm thinking, Booker T at some point is going to get mad and get involved in this match. But no, he kept his cool, he kept his composure, he did fantastic. In the end, I was actually surprised that Damien Priest and Bad Bunny were able to pull this off. They pulled it off so well, and Miz never saw it coming. He thought he had Bad Bunny's number. Well, like I said, what he didn't know is Bad Bunny had been training with some very good, well-known superstars, so he had it all in the bag. I told you guys, he would pull a rabbit out of his hat, and I was right. Bad Bunny did exactly what I said he was going to do. Now, this was the shocker. I told you guys yesterday that I thought that the main event should have been Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I was certain that that would have been the match. Guess what? I was surprised. They actually let the girls' main event. This, to me, was impressive. I was like... WWE! You're listening to your fans. You're hearing what they want. You're hearing that they want women to actually main event. And you're letting two of the top girls in the women's division do it. Especially at the fact that they're making history as two of the very first African American women to main event a Wrestlemania. That is huge! Huge! So I was kind of excited when they announced that they were going to be in the main event. I was like, this to me is fantastic. This is exactly where you need to set your standard. Raise the bar high. Let the girls show the men on that roster what they can do. Because trust me, they brought it. Sasha Banks, she looked fantastic. She literally looked fantastic. It, I mean, her look, her gint. I loved it. And then Bianca Belair. Oh my gosh. She was just phenomenal. The part that really got to me is when the two of them were standing there and they realized that this is real. That this is actually happening. We're main eventing. This is serious. And they both have tears in their eyes because the emotion is just so raw and so real. And all of a sudden, Sasha looks at Bianca and goes, let's do this. That to me was just Amazing. It was goosebumps, goosebumps. And I'm pretty sure the rest of you out there in the wrestling world were probably thinking the same thing I am. Way to go, girls. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Guess what? They showed that they deserved to main event. These girls did fantastic. Bianca, Sasha, back and forth. You weren't sure which way they were going to go. Sasha kept grabbing Bianca's hair. Bianca's hair was the biggest issue that I saw. If she had pinned it up and kept it out of the way, it might have not been such a primary target for Sasha. But, buddy, she tried to use it. Sasha would go. Bianca would go. It was a back and forth thing. And the coolest thing about it was Bianca's parents and her brother were sitting at ringside to watch their daughter main event of WrestleMania. To me, that was amazing. That was cool. But in the end, like I told you guys last night when I made my prediction, I told you guys I thought Bianca this was her night. I thought this was her night. And by Jove, I was right. This was definitely her night. She walked away as the new SmackDown Women's Champion. And I'm telling you, it was fantastic to see her get to shine on a grand stage like WrestleMania and show the world why she really truly is the EST of WWE. I thought it was great. As a whole for the show, The show was fantastic. Each match brought something new to the table. Granted, they had a rain delay because there were storms going through. I had heard earlier in the day that they had evacuated the arena like three times because of storms. It's a good thing. I mean, that shows that WWE is trying to protect their fans. The fans, fantastic. It was so good to get to see the fans. The fans is what brings the thing as a whole. And in truth, it was fantastic to see it because it was showing, guys, we're making a step forward. The pandemic's not going to hold us back. We're making a step forward. It was fantastic. Granted, WWE's WrestleMania Night 1 didn't get off to the right start. It kind of had a rain delay. But my favorite part was the fact that while the rain was delaying the matches, they were doing impromptu interviews in the back. Non-scripted, fantastic. Seth Rollins' whole interview where he was just literally picking at Cesaro was Phenomenal. It was fantastic. I had to laugh at Seth because Seth was just on his game. He was just perfect. And it was funny because the guy who was interviewing him, his name is Kevin, he kept calling him Mike. I was loving it. I'm like, where did this come from? And then Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley's conversation that to me set the standard for what was coming at the first match. I mean, literally, you thought Drew and Lashley were literally going to go head-to-head in the back with no ref. It was just literally amazing. MVP trying to keep Lashley calm, and you could feel the energy. You could feel the power between these two powerhouses that wanted to just tear each other apart. And if it wasn't for MVP and the few refs that come back there, I guarantee you guys, we would have seen a fight in the back before the match even began. To me, it was just, it was good. I mean, it was fantastic. So, with that being said, I'd love to hear your opinions. I'd love to hear what you guys think about WrestleMania Night 1. Hit me up on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and tell me what you think. You may have a different opinion from me, but to me, Night 1 was good. This is setting the standard for Night 2. Night 2 has got to show what it can do and stand alone. I mean, pretty much Night 1 has set the bar for Night 2. It's going to be very difficult for night two to be able to do what night one could do, but then again, who knows? Night two could blow night one out of the water, but we'll see. Until then, guys, I will see you tomorrow. Be sweet. Thank you for listening, and have a good night.